0: Happy Friday, theatre lovers. This week's guest is John Maitland. We nerd out about The Simpsons. He even does a couple of The Voices, which is awesome. He indulges near endless questions about being a police officer and much more. John has a disarmingly cool demeanor, is a natural storyteller, and effortlessly switches from being jovial to serious without missing a beat. On with the show. Okay, welcome. John Maitland to Sarnia Famous. Yay!
1: Thanks delighted, for having me.
0: Delighted to have you here. I actually, I don't think we've ever met in person, halfway. I don't think so. Okay. That's always a little bit weird, especially because before I hit record, I'm always like down to business and giving you the laundry list of stuff, and I don't take the time to go, oh, hi, I'm Dallas. Nice to meet you.
1: It's a pleasure to meet you.
0: I'm so delighted to have you here. Before I forget, um, because I often do, we're gonna play a little icebreaker. So, for the show's first birthday, we got a game from Brent Wilkinson. I don't know if you can see that. It's called, Which One? So, I'm gonna give you two options. You're gonna tell me which of the two you would prefer, and why. So first, I'm gonna ask you, and you don't have to explain your choice here, but would you prefer red or blue? red red okay okay oh. did those last week for last time okay here we go <clears throat> which one would you prefer to wear the same pair of socks for three years gross or squeeze yourself into clothes that are far too small it's a clothing do i get to
1: today. wash the socks
0: see there's a caveat i assume that's the thing huh
1: it's still probably the socks i mean who wants to be uncomfortable all the time right
0: like right obviously you've never worn spanks but um that's all right uh yeah same sock if you could wash the socks i think i could handle it i mean eventually maybe they would just be you know covering your foot and not your toes if the toes wore out, but hey, all right. It's funny uh, that that was a a clothing theme. That doesn't happen very often. Okay, thank you, Brent, for which one? Okay, so let's get down to business. But first, actually, you're in this lovely, very nicely decorated room, and lots of awards uh, on the wall behind you you're a police officer is that correct
1: that's correct
0: and all of these accolades is that the right word i think that's the right word on the shelf can you tell me about that
1: well some of them are actually um military there's a a bit of the the ones that are red that you can probably see a little bit of Mm -hmm. those are from the military and then the other ones the plaques are uh, service plaques from various units that i've served in in the uh, police
0: wow that's wonderful lots to be proud of it looks like is there one on there or maybe two that you're especially proud of
1: um the one it's probably uh because of the the light you can't see much of it it's the white one right there in the middle um that's a uh Certificate and then beside it is a medal from the Governor General of Canada. Um, so that was that's pretty the cool. The Exemplary Police Service Award or something. It's like 20 years of service. Wow.
0: Wow. You're so super chill about it too. Like you're just like Mr. Cool talking about your wall of achievements over there. I'd be so animated, but I guess that's probably part of being uh, military and police. You got to be very kept together. Yeah, it tends
1: to be well, I can, trust me, I can be very animated anybody who knows me knows that I can be incredibly you know, especially if I get doing Simpsons, uh, you know, character impressions and etc. Oh. I have multiple you know, personalities I guess would be the, <laughs> the way some people would put it
0: Well, um, allow me to offer you this, this platform if you'd like to do some Simpsons voices, <laughs> please feel free
1: well, the question is then: Are you a Simpsons fan?
0: If what answer would be the best one to get you to actually do the voices?
1: It makes it easier when I'm, you know, uh, conversing with another Simpsons fan. But see, you're seeing that wall, which is the the police and military wall. What you're not seeing is the, oh. you know, <laughs> the Homer Simpsons Simpson. and uh, all the other sort of uh,
0: bobblehead, so yeah, Mister Simpson with the.
1: There's a whole bunch oh, of Simpsons stuff against the other wall. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my various, you know, things that are are from shows that I like, et cetera. I'm a, a bit of a collector.
0: You're a collector. I love that. So I know of The Simpsons. I mm. wasn't allowed to watch it when I was a kid. So I probably missed out on a good chunk of my childhood. Uh, at least my peers might say that. But I know of The Simpsons, I know the characters, so
1: I'm not... That's a, f- a lot of people. A lot of people were, you know, sort of because it, it caused a lot of controversy, and the funny thing is, I didn't watch it for the longest time, and people told me, it. this happens a lot actually, where someone will tell me, oh, you really need to watch this, or, you know, you'd love this, and it takes me, it's maybe the contrarian in me a <laughs> little bit, <laughs> yeah. that... <laughs> it takes me a little bit of time sometimes to get to actually watching something, but it just so happened that, uh, when I went to university, then I'd go into the TV lounge in residence the first year that I was there. And, um, everybody was watching the Simpsons and finally, cause I don't know, there was something about a cartoon. I was like, I'm too mature. <laughs> yeah. Cartoons. I'm getting older now. And, uh, You know, once I was forced, you know, because of the group watching it and wanting to be, you know, around everyone, I I finally started to take notice and really got a feeling for how intelligent the, the writing was, at least at the beginning. And there's a friend of mine who would, she insists that the only good seasons of The Simpsons are up to season nine. I it's still going it's the, the, one yeah. of the longest running television shows in history hmm. um so
0: how many i did not realize it was still going how many that's a lot then right like yeah,
1: 30 something seasons holy flipping is what doodle. it's up to yeah wow, wow but it wow. really did kind of taper off and people stopped kind of watching it but it it definitely the the first you know up to season i'd say 12 yeah you're you're definitely getting a lot of gold but in any case that was uh, once I discovered the Simpsons I absolutely loved them and uh, for those who attended the Clue party uh, after Clue was done I have this Homer Simpson he's like 5 feet tall or something and and moves and um, sings and stuff and I had him dressed up in the Professor Plum costume oh my gosh
0: I hope there are (laughs) pictures of that somewhere
1: I could definitely send you some
0: yes please I'm just scrambling because I realized I didn't grab a pen and paper and I have a, a memory like Swiss cheese so I need to write stuff down so forgive me no worries okay so what's your favorite Simpsons character
1: oh boy that's a tough one I really like the Phil Hartman characters Phil Hartman voiced a few of the characters in the Simpsons but Lionel Hutz who is the lawyer and uh Troy McClure okay. are two of two of my favorites as far as you know n- the more kind of side characters, but um I mean I just homer is is awesome as far as the the main characters he's just and he started out really mean and you know grumpy all the time, and then they turned him into like this you know lovable idiot, and mm-hmm. it completely changed the uh, landscape of the show so
0: didn't realize that that he had evolved uh, the other guy is that the one that's uh you might remember me from such shows as
1: that's troy mcclure okay yeah
0: okay uh so so are you gonna are you gonna do some voices for me or uh, maybe as we go ah, i don't know it's, right, t- okay. it's okay. tough
1: it's tough
0: <laughs> just on the fly like <laughs> okay um how about this at any moment. I don't care what we're talking about. It could be serious or jovial. If you feel inspired to just spontaneously do an impression, this is the, the right space for it. You just go Absolutely. for it. Okay. Um, uh, so I wanted to ask about this before I forgot. Um, so just before we started recording, you said, I'm usually the interviewer, not tr- the interviewee is that because of your your policing background? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So is it kind of like a disarming feeling to be the one that is being asked the questions?
1: Not really. I mean, I've I've certainly gone through a whole lot of interviews in my time, you know, both, you know, prior to and then during my career. So, I'm I'm equally at ease with both. And and whenever you're, you know, as far as professionally speaking, when you're in court giving Mm. testimony that is essentially an interview that's being conducted by you know lawyers essentially so
0: okay yeah and i ain't got nothing on that whole scenario (laughs) like even if i tried to be tough um it probably wouldn't come across okay so yeah i would imagine uh, that must be very challenging and i won't make you talk about work this whole time just fascinated by that idea in terms of how interviewing is such an integral part of your job. I hadn't thought of it in that perspective.
1: It depends on the role. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've done various roles in policing. I started out in Lambton locally. Uh, I was first assigned here and um, was here for like six or seven years and then went off to do some work in one of our covert units. And uh, ever since then was working pretty much over the province in various capacities and so some of them when they're investigative then you're doing a lot of interviewing Mm -hmm. and uh, in others you are you know maybe more behind the scenes but it's a skill set that is absolutely you know necessary and they teach for everyone so because even if you know when you're on the road and you're just taking a call and you need to get information from someone then interviewing techniques are because Obviously, there's a lot of people who, depending on the circumstances of the uh, the contact that they're having, you know, it's going to depend on on how much information they're they're willing to give. Some people are are willing to give a lot of information, and some people you're having to get it out. Mm-hmm. So there's different types of interviews depending on the situation. So, and uh, I've been fortunate to get a chance to do a whole a whole lot of different types uh, across the spectrum and. It's, it's been interesting
0: yeah I bet I bet you you've got lots of stories so would you yeah it's a big nod of the head uh, would you say that you have a, a really good memory
1: that's one of my defining characteristics Ooh. I think my friends would say
0: <laughs> Wow I, yeah I have such a terrible memory that I'm like in awe of that concept um, I'm lucky if I can find my keys most of the time, never mind. Defining characteristic, ooh. Mm. And do you think that you've always had that, or has it been cultivated with your experience? Always. Wow, like even little. Ever
1: since, ever since I was a kid, I had a memory for things that I read or that I observed, etc. So, which certainly, you know, from the theater perspective, helps out because you know, memorizing lines yeah. and and things like that, um, it's very helpful. So.
0: For sure that's what I was thinking of um, not so, perfect
1: but I have a good memory
0: uh, so then is that a family trait or or was that something that made you unique in your family
1: I'd say I'm fairly unique that way but some might argue it depends
0: fair enough so I just picture like little you driving people crazy remembering all the things
1: oh absolutely <laughs> especially in in school it's you know it became a, a bit of an issue at times because i would remember things or or call people out on things and it's you know teachers depending on what the, what the situation was it wasn't always wasn't always a great thing
0: no <laughs> i was wondering yeah i could see that with the teacher <laughs> maybe not being the most desirable thing so what other what other definable or defining characteristics do you think you have i love that term i gotta think about that for myself
1: I well i'd say my sense of humor i've always had a, a really good sense of humor and and i use humor a lot to varying degrees to either diffuse situations or or you know a lot of the times if if i saw people that were upset or whatever then i i always wanted to change that to at least you know make them laugh and like a lot of people who are you know if you get uncomfortable with something then uh, humor is often used to lighten the situation up a little bit so my sense of humor is, is my other I would say defining characteristic
0: those are very good ones. I would think too, as a, as a police officer, that would be, sorry that I keep going back to that, but I just find it so interesting, um, that that would be kind of a like a, a, a superpower in a way too, because you are so cool in your presentation of self that if you were to crack a joke here and there, it would be especially disarming.
1: It's I've had a lot of incidents where people that I've been in contact with in you know whether they were on one side of things or or another and you know even the people that i've had to engage with in an enforcement capacity the way that i've approached it at times and there's times where you can be a little bit lighter and there's times that you have to be all business and serious and and that is all determined by a whole lot of things right but being able to to even bring a little bit of levity and and not be so serious when it's a, appropriate has definitely been an ad, an advantage. I've had people who have even though they they maybe got charged with, you know, whatever, they've said, "I I wish that there was more you know cops like you sort of thing." And and I've always appreciated that. So, uh, and and also as far as colleagues and stuff because it's a stressful job mm-hmm. and so to be able to bring an appropriate level of of humor two yeah. things, just to, to try and and again, there are times where you have to be absolutely serious, and it's not time to make the joke, even when and which it's funny because the military, uh, I Simpsons almost got me into a lot of trouble. Oh, uh, because <laughs> if you'd like to hear a little story, I can definitely yes, please, of course. Yeah, so basically, I was there at the military for our first day and we were basically it's your indoctrination and you're you're there to pick up all of your equipment and and we're about to to ship off on the buses to where we are going to do our basic training. And while I'm in line to draw my weapon for the first time so we're being issued like actual machine guns.
0: Holy flip a doodle, okay.
1: Yeah. So and I'm, I'm sitting there in the line, and I'm looking around at all these people that they're handing out fully automatic weapons to. And all I could think of was this episode of The Simpsons, where Marge decides that she's going to become a police officer. And in this episode, <laughs> the chief is talking to all of these different recruits. And, uh, you know, he's talking about how, uh, you know, this badge doesn't come overnight. Uh, it takes one solid weekend of training. And here's this guy, this this really kind of crazy looking dude, and he's twitchy and all this stuff. And he's like, forget about the badge. When do we get the freaking gun? <laughs> and all I can think of is that, like, who's the guy in this, you know, yeah. this group of people that are pulling, you know, out being, being issued these weapons. And, uh, and it, it made me chuckle because I was. And so, of course, I'm sitting there everybody else is all quiet and and mm-hmm. lined up mm-hmm. and i'm chuckling to myself and i couldn't help it uh, with this memory of the simpsons episode and of course a master corporal spots this Oh no. and he walks up to me oh, no. and i don't know if you're familiar with like you know any of the military movies that are sort of defining in a way like uh, full metal jacket is one of the big ones but this guy comes up and starts immediately playing that role like you know is there something funny okay and i'm like just a just an inside joke master corporal and he's like well i like jokes why don't you tell me your joke and me being the way that i am i i was like well i if he's telling me to tell him the joke i'm not gonna lie yeah so i start to describe there's a simpsons episode and i'm like explaining (laughs) And, you know, I absolutely maybe shouldn't have done that. (laughs) But the funny thing is, is that this guy was clearly a Simpsons fan because (laughs) he's sitting there looking at me with this straight face, trying to not laugh, but then turns and I see him like... You know, sort of laughing. Yeah. And uh, he turns away because he, he kept it as long as he could and yeah. then turned and was laughing because he, he, you know, it was absolutely an appropriate response given <laughs> the circumstances uh, when, you know, contextualized with that Simpsons episode. So.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. That was perfect. I'm so glad that it spontaneously came about. I'm over here like, cheering away. That was a great story. I mean not great that you know you needed to have weapons and all that but
1: well that's that's part of the part of the gig part of the thing
0: yeah exactly um I suppose we should talk about theaters we're like 20 minutes in and we've not really talked a lot about the theater so maybe we'll circle back to the memory portion and when you're learning lines do you have a strategy or do you have more of like a photographic or how do you go about learning your lines
1: I wouldn't say I have a photographic memory like per se it's all a spectrum basically memory I would say but um, it's just rote. like and 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 it's it helps when I can visualize things and I am also uh, much better when I can listen to it so Mm. uh, for clue for instance there was um, a recording done of the table read of one of the table reads and unfortunately I couldn't participate because I ended up being sick (laughs) that one so someone else uh stepped in to do the professor plum lines but when i can practice that and hear it over and over again Mm. oddly enough if the simpsons had ever done clue i would have instantly been able to you know i would have remembered the whole thing probably but (laughs) um those are the ways that i i tend to memorize lines that way so
0: um that That's a good idea in terms of recording it on the read through I don't know if they always do that and I'm just not in the know but that makes a lot of sense
1: I don't think it's an always thing it it was something that we discussed that Mm -hmm. there was a few people in the cast who had mentioned that that is sort of the way that they learn and it would it would be very helpful and especially because clue is one of those where there's so many different cast members and everything's sort of disjointed mm. and so one thing may not lead mm. you know very fluidly to another and so it's like getting those cues by listening to those voices of the actual characters mm. helps to you know cue you and and remember even though there was definitely a couple times that it I once during uh rehearsals like like right before the show there was I knew it was my line and I absolutely Blanked and just I knew everybody was looking at me and I could not remember for the life of me what it was and then all of a sudden it came in and it was the only time thankfully it's like yep get those out during yes. during those rehearsals yeah. the tech rehearsals and the dress rehearsals but
0: that is such an awful feeling and the paralysis it's like you you're there's no that probably escalates it right as soon as you're like oh god and then you're thinking about the fact that you can't remember the line not. What is the line? It's such a terrifying, terrifying feeling. Interesting though that you say that, like it's a very disjointed script in that usually you can kind of fudge or improvise, but with that, I'm guessing that it was maybe difficult to do improvisation with that script. that the case
1: yeah and and like that particular line like i remember exactly what the line was is that someone you know says their line and then i'm supposed to say you the lead pipe belonged to you and i'm pointing at uh, mr green and it's unless you deliver that line then or somebody brings it to that then then he can't do his line Mm -hmm. and we can't move forward Mm -hmm. and you know it's like many things that you know there there are all kinds of shows where there's lines that are critical to move things forward, and if you skip it, then nothing else makes sense of where you're going. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, we we had um, things thankfully worked out really well. I think the show went went very well. Was that excellent.
0: Way. I'm thinking you'll probably know that line for the next 20 years. You won't oh, remember absolutely. anything from that show, but that one. <laughs> one line but yeah no i thought clue was absolutely fantastic and you guys had such chemistry as a group was that pretty much right away or did that kind of evolve naturally
1: it evolved but it was very quick like i found it very quick and for me like coming into the, the theater sarnia group I was very new compared to many of the other people so a lot of them you know really knew each other Um, there was some some other new uh, people on the show as well but I I just found that there was a lot of people that you know kind of knew each other Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. but it it did we gelled very well very quickly and it, it was just such a great group and you know beyond the cast the crew excellent and everybody was just so amazing and it really helped to to bring things along the way that it that it did yeah I'm so glad to hear that uh, you saw that and felt that you know from the the performance because it absolutely was just a really great experience I've I've only been in two productions with theater Sarnia and uh, so grateful for those experiences and but clue absolutely we had like just such a blast and a lot of fun
0: had you theater experience prior to those two productions
1: so when i i auditioned for barefoot in the park and had auditioned for the role of the telephone insulation uh, person and ended up with victor velasco because i you know i think mostly because of the voices i said i could do accents and they're like can you do an armenian accent i'm like well I don't, not exactly sure what that is and like I know that's Eastern Bloc sort of thing I can do Russian they're like do Russian <laughs> and so I just started you know kinda of cold reading the lines that I had not prepared for at all in Russian accent and ended up doing that but prior to that um, my last time on stage was 1997 Wow. yeah and that was in university uh, in the Sock and Buskin Theatre Company And that was in inherit the wind i played the judge
0: so i mean i am not a worldly gal but i would have thought you had oodles of experience you seem very very at ease on stage and i'm very i'm i'm surprised by that
1: well thanks i appreciate that i'd done some acting You know a little bit of characters but not on stage Mm -hmm. like it was video type stuff we I'd done I would played Donald Trump in a kind of sketch comedy thing and uh, when I was in university we had an improv comedy group and and things like that but but also as far as you know my my work experience there was a time when I was doing sort of covert work it wasn't like de facto undercover work but it was very close Mm. Um, so I often had to improvise and you know, would be talking to somebody who's, say a murder suspect or something like that, and you you, you kind of have to think on your feet and and it's oh, like gosh. there's no you know when you're in those kind of circumstances, there's real jeopardy and there's real consequences yeah. to things. The stage, it's like, well, the worst <laughs> that's gonna happen is I'm gonna look like a like an ass if I you know forget my line or something. So
0: That's an amazing point that like big flip and deal, you're on stage uh you seen worse i'm sure wow um this doesn't happen often i am at a loss for words (laughs) (laughs) This definitely not something that happens to me often wow okay so what's next on your journey in the theater
1: i'm not sure i've been Asking to you know be involved in ways other than on stage Mm. Uh, so I've been doing some videography for uh, a few things lately Uh, most recently Tarzan I was really glad to get to operate a camera for that because what a tremendous production that was Mm -hmm. and And that's you know, I, I expected no less. I mean Ian I got a chance to work with him on barefoot in the park obviously and then when I heard that he was doing Tarzan I'm like yeah this is gonna be great and my partner she was um, working on uh, set decor she was doing some painting of uh, of the set and whatnot so I had an inside track into you know how things were starting to to come together and was just thrilled to actually see it come come together but um, as far as you know I'd like to to get some experience doing some other jobs like uh, you know doing some assistant stage managing maybe some production stuff I'm I'm interested in all kinds of things so whether it's something that uh, there's an opportunity to be on stage then that's great if not then it's just such a great community mm-hmm. to be involved in mm-hmm. that you know I'll take uh, whatever I can be of benefit to
0: yeah so love that. That's great. I, uh, I think that this is probably a good time. Um, typically I, toward the end of the episode, I like to offer space to the guests to talk about anything that they would like to. It can be a side hustle or an Etsy page or a charity you're fond of, or we can talk more about theater or more about police work. I mean, it's all up to you. The floor is yours to, to talk about anything
1: well I don't have any side hustles Uh, (laughs) nothing to promote that way but um, no I mean the only thing that I can say is just how how really amazing it's been how welcoming the people that I've worked with and had the you know real opportunity to work with so far have been Mm -hmm. because I was a bit nervous not having been on stage I actually almost left my barefoot in the park audition Really. Before I had a chance to audition, because uh, it just you know it was just a feeling of like, "Ah, uh, what am I doing? like yeah. i I haven't been on stage since ninety seven like they're not gonna want anything to do with me and <laughs> and all this kind of thing. and uh, so glad that I stuck it out and and actually did it and and have had just such a great time getting to meet the people and getting to work alongside the people that I have. It's it's just been so great. So it's made a made a big difference
0: Uh, I'm glad you didn't didn't walk away and it's funny how we can get in into our own heads sometimes and Good for you for resisting that Um, because you're a delight to see on the stage and I Love the idea of getting involved in other ways, too. There's lots to learn for sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much This was a lot of fun. Thank you for indulging my questions about police stuff I hope I didn't get on your nerves with that
1: no I'm used to it trust me the second that you become a police officer it's just questions and questions and and there's some stories you can tell and and you know it's good but then you know one area that I worked in it's as soon as people hear that I worked there it's kind of a conversation stopper so it yeah it's 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 not great but uh, somebody's got to do it so you know that's uh but i also i always keep a lot of sort of stories that i can share or whatever that you know are are going to be appropriate for all audiences mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. you know it's and it's a tough time right now i mean obviously they today actually uh was the funeral for uh sergeant eric mueller who was uh was killed in line of duty and you know so it's it's uh it You never know. Sometimes I, I, when people like, and actually in the theater, when they first, there was a lot of people who, because I was the the sort of new person and an unknown, you know, sort of quantity there, people would ask what I did. And I was a little bit cagey at first yeah, and not, yeah. because you don't know necessarily yeah. how people are going to react because there's obviously been some problems, especially in the States, there's been issues and then, mm-hmm. you know, people tend to judge based on, you know, just, oh, well, you're one of those sort of thing. And so it's, and I've had very negative uh, experiences that way, but mostly everybody's been great. And, and I'm certainly proud of, of my, you know, profession and, and what I've done in my profession. So that's not a problem, but I absolutely understand when people do react negatively. And, and it's funny because there's one instance that pops to mind where what, you know, I was having this really great conversation with someone at uh, a gathering that was a, a friend of a friend sort of thing mm-hmm. and uh, and then all of a sudden it comes around to what do you do and I said you know I'm a police officer and the reaction from this person was And I instantly recognized it as a trauma response and I'm like this person has had a very negative and it's not my job to sit there and say well I'm you know I'm not one of those I'm you know one of the good guys sort of thing and you just have to let people have their their reaction and understand that they may have had some very negative experiences or something like that Mm -hmm. but it's generally overall every the, the response has been has been very great and and most of the time it just boils down to people getting an opportunity to know the individual not the you know not the label or the the job sort of thing so yeah. which is true of anything
0: Yeah, exactly exactly and it, it's so good that you are able to identify a trauma response and that there's nothing that you can say in that moment because it is based on trauma that's an important yeah. important lesson to learn that we, yeah, we all need that reminder sometimes.
1: For sure. So, and then in those uh instances, I try to just go back to, you know, the other stuff, the doing a Simpsons.
0: <laughs> a Wait, uh. Oh my God, do that again because I almost missed it. <laughs> now you're
1: giggling. I'll tell you. So there was a, a kid that uh was in my family who loves the Simpsons and loves... When I do Simpsons voices, so it would constantly ask me. We'd go through the Tim Hortons drive-through and be like, "Order in Homer's voice." I'd be <laughs> like, "Yes, I would like a double double and, uh. and It's hard because I've got these headphones on, so it's hard to modulate. Like I don't know if I'm doing it, you know, very well. But uh, <laughs>
0: sounds good to me.
1: <laughs> and even work-wise, there's people who would always. There's a, a great Chief Wiggum where he's in pursuit, and the uh, dispatcher asks him. You know, where, what's your, uh, what's your location? He's like, uh, I'm on a road, uh, appears to be asphalt. There is some trees and shrubs. I'm directly under the earth's sun now. <laughs> That's really good. And with these headphones, it's probably not my best, but,
0: uh, oh, <laughs> you've got a good audience then, because, like, it sounds really good to me. So, uh, think <laughs> I think I got thanks. tears. I was laughing. I was trying not. To laugh over you That's one of the biggest things when I'm editing these episodes Is like all I hear is my horrifying Cackle of a laugh (laughs) And you know I can edit Somewhat But I didn't want to laugh over you So I'm tearing Anyway thank you That was uh, a wonderful way To to bring it all together Um, This was fun Thank you so much for your time
1: My pleasure Um, Thank you for asking me
0: Hopefully I'll see you in real life And get to shake your hand for real. And maybe we'll work on a show in some capacity together soon. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Well, enjoy your evening. Thank you again. You as well. Okay, kids, that's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.